my main objective of the days is for everyone to walk away with a smile on their dial, knowing they've achieved a good um, accomplishment. Welcome to the Low Tide Boys, a swim run podcast. I'm Chip. I'm Chris, and welcome to episode 63 of the show. On this episode, we head to the Gold Coast of Australia to chat with Ty Dokes from Burley Swim Run. It was really great to interview Ty about his event and celebrate the 11th edition wow. that took place earlier this year. Nice. And this isn't your typical swim run. We'll talk about this more in the, later in the show, but this was fun. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. On to this week's shout-outs. Not one, but two shout-outs this week. First one. We're going to shout out Jasper DeWitt for sending us a new entry to our, he's resurrected our international swim run adventure guide. Wait, it was all the dead? Way from, <laughs> it wasn't dead, but it's had to blow the dust yeah. off off of the international swim run adventure guide. Uh, from Belgium, he sent us a, a, an addition, an entry from Belgium. So appreciate you helping us grow our guide there. And if you have your local swim run spot that you're willing to share with the Low Tide Boys and the Swim Run community and head the on world. Over, and the world. I mean, yeah. we're worldwide at this point. Yeah. Prestige. Prestige. <laughs> and uh, head on over to lowtideboys.com, and you'll see a button on there to submit. As the weather's getting nicer, people will be more exploring out and about, so get your, get your Swim Run spots on there. Yeah. We're also going to shout out Lori. She made a donation to the Wild Youth Initiative Fundraiser for Wild Swim Run. That's a awesome episode as well episode why you gotta do that 17 no no 12 probably 12 i don't know we'll look it up and we'll fix this in post (laughs) no (laughs) no we won't (laughs) on that note we're getting close to raising enough money for a second scholarship for a young woman to attend one of wild swim runs awesome camps as part of the wild youth initiative so head on over to our website there's a button at the bottom to donate and be sure to check out our episode of Wild Swim Run with Mia and Fanny. We also have episodes with Fanny. I guess we should just get an episode with Mia, too, now. So more on that to come. <laughs> we just, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we really want to get a second young woman to one of these camps. So so if you make a donation, we're getting close to getting number yeah, two. Yeah, so, so if you're new to the show, last year we did a fundraiser, a joint yep. thing with Wild, where we made these Chase Misk shirts, which means, quote-unquote, like getting chicked in Swedish. And mm-hmm. we sold those, and the proceeds from those went to fund one scholarship that we were able to do because of the generous donations and purchasing of everybody here. Yeah, so we want we want two. So we want another one. Let's get it, people. Now on to this week's training update. Yeah, so not much to report. Unstructured training continues, except for in the pool where the great minds at Tower Twenty Six are helping us be um, less bad in the water. Uh, we're still waiting for events to resume in California, but until then, you'll find us doing random stuff on Strava and other places. Or virtual. Yeah. On uh, in Watopia, yep. if you will. On to this week's Feats of Endurance. 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 <laughs> feats. Feet. Feet. <laughs> <laughs> this week's prestigious award goes to Rick Mann from Florida. He's been posting up some awesome workouts while he's on vacation in Chris's homeland of Puerto Rico. So, shoe and award goes yeah. to you, Rick. Congratulations. That triggers an automatic award. Automatic. If anyone is posting, if anyone is posting workouts in Puerto Rico, automatic bumper sticker. Automatic bumper sticker. So, if you want to be cool like Rick from Florida, make sure you join our Strava Club 
and you could cheer on and kudos up your fellow swim runners and endurance folks as they train all over the world. So head on over to Strava.com, search Low Tide Boys. There. Yeah. Now, this week in Swim Run, powered by RaceID.com. Music time. All right. We have a couple of updates to share this week. The fourth edition of Swim Run Uruguay happened over the weekend. Where in that race, you can have it Uruguay. Get it? Have it your way. Uruguay. That should just be the anyway, show. We should um, that was good. You know, they, they, they can't all be zingers, right? The weather looked amazing. And while the Instagram photos weren't as plentiful as we would have liked, um, we experienced FOMO just the same for a warm South American swim run. The Holy Island Swim Run, it's oh. a pretty cool name, yeah. just put on by the good folks that love swim run, is happening on September 11th in North Wales. New for 2021, they've extended their full course to 23 kilometers and added a new 10K sprint course. Best of all, registration is open now. So head on over there to do that. We have links in the show notes for all the registration links. Registration for the fifth edition of the of Swimmer in Cote d'Azur is open, and that race is taking place on October 24th. It's located near Nice, France. This race has three distances, and they all look really fun. Um, if you want to know more about this area for swim running, you can listen to our episode with the Swim Run Mermaids uh, to learn more about this jewel, really a jewel, a jewel of a location for swim running. It just I want to go so bad. I want to go to there. Yeah. Finally, unless you've been living under a rock and you didn't have Wi-Fi under said rock, um, then you probably took advantage of the 50, 50% off sale that uh, our good friends at Arc Sports had on their Corp wetsuit. So mm-hmm. it's a pretty good suit. It's entry level, but yet still it's pretty advanced. Solid, yes. Um, and we'll be sharing a full review on a Gear Talk episode coming up soon, so look out for that. Spoiler alert, it's a great suit. It's super. If it fits you. And that's it for this week. Feel free to email us to tip us off on any events or swim run news that you'd like for us to share on the show. Now on to Low Tide Boys updates. So as Chris alluded to earlier, our latest episode of Gear Talk is out, and that's with our good pals, the Swim Run Labs. We recently reviewed the ARC Sports Keel Plus Mondo Pool Buoy. So check that out if you're in the market or curious about these giant pool buoys, or you want to hear me try to say lasso correctly. That was pretty good. Lasso. Lasso. Now I can't think of how I used to say it. I can't either. Lasso, I, and that, I don't is, think. What I was. don't think our listeners can shake it. I don't think they, or they really want. Lasso. Yes. Lasso. So, exciting news. The, the new Low Tide Boys hats are in. They'll be here within days of this episode dropping. So, if you want to go pre-order to make sure you're one of the first ones to get it shipped out from the worldwide Low Tide Boys headquarters in Northern California... Head on over to the Low Tide Boys store. You can order one, two, three, or more. If you want to get yourself some new dope threads and you want to get a shirt and a hat or spend $50, use the code NEWLID. You could save 10 bucks for yourself. Who doesn't love that? Also, while you're there, if you want a free Stoked on Swim Run sticker, just type it in the comments or something. We'll just Maybe we'll just yeah. throw one in there for you. Yeah, we'll... We have a ton of those. We should we just do. throw them in. Gonna, if you order a hat next week, you're getting, you're a, getting free a sticker. sticker. Congratulations. <laughs> also, the world premiere of All the Way, The Making of Swim Run Champions is out next week, and that's March 24th at 8 p.m. C-E-T, which for all you PSTers, Pacific Standard Time folks, that's 11 a.m. 
So take an early lunch for yourself. Like watch the watch the all the way. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It. It's a great swim run film. We have an interview with Carl. Just dropped a few weeks ago, so check that out either before or after. However you want to absorb that, go for it. So go over to, to alltheway.se, and you could sign up and watch for free. Check it out. Let us know what you think. We'll be on the live stream or the world premiere. So we'll see you there. Yeah, and on a related note to that, um, we have a programming alert for next week. We'll be sharing a new show format where we'll be giving our official long-form review of the film all the way. So we're going to you know, try to be as journalistic as we can and just kind of break down why we've been talking about this movie a lot, why we loved it, and why we think that it's pretty cool. Amen. Yeah. Now on for this week's interview with Ty. From the Gold Coast. So, full disclosure, when we reached out to Ty about being on the show, we weren't really sure what we were getting into. Um, we had heard about the Burley Swim Run race and checked out his Instagram page. But as soon as we got on the phone with him, like, we were just super stoked yeah. that that we reached out. Um, you know, following the long and storied tradition of the Australian multi-green Ironman and Iron Woman series where athletes engage in, ver- in a variety of feats of endurance, like, think David Hasselhoff. Baywatch, mm-hmm. like saving people, rough water swims, all that stuff, beach runs. Ty created an event for the entire community to swim and then run. Um, while not your typical swim run in the European style, the Burley Swim Run has all the fun and community feels that you'd find at any swim run finish line mm-hmm. around the world, mm-hmm. I think. In this interview, we chatted with Ty about how he got into, sw- into the swim run space, how he came up with the idea for the Burley Swim Run. We spoke about how the event has grown over the 11 years that he's put it on and what the future holds. Um, I mean, and the fact that we recorded this interview while he was coaching a bunch of kids in an open water swim meet pretty much tells you all you need to know about Ty's passion. Um, This was a really fun one. Really enjoyed talking with him. And again, while this isn't your typical swim run, I think... Everything about it is swim run. The spirit is is, is there. It might technically not be... Uh, a swim and a run, a swim and a run, swim and a run. Yeah. But the spirit of swim run is there, and that's what we're super cool. I think everyone will enjoy it. Um, Gold Coast of Australia, fun stuff. Great. You can't. Ty's awesome. Yeah, and there's like a little bit of cereal talk in there. Yeah. So you can't go wrong with some, yeah. you know, cereal talk. Factoid: Chipper loves cereal. I do love cereal. I don't have any in the house right now. That's probably a good that's thing. That's probably a good thing. Anywho, without further ado, enjoy. Ty. Burleys. A.K.A. Captain Crunch. <laughs> he could be, uh, who else could he be? What other know. cereal mascot? Probably multigrain. That's the big cereal. Could he be the, the Quaker? No. No. Couldn't be the Quaker. No. Oh, uh, Cornflakes guy. The Rooster. Who's the Rooster? It? Yeah. Yeah. Or, maybe, or Tony the Tiger. Yeah, Frosted Flakes. But is there an... That's probably his energy level is the, probably a Frosted Yeah, is that tiny the t- Tony the Tiger. Now... Yeah. Are the the Tony the Tiger commercials in Australia? Does he have an an accent, or is he? They're great. Is he still that, or is he like? I don't know. We should great, Mike. We should should probably just get to the interview. (laughs) (laughs) All right, with us today we have Ty Dalco from Burley Swim Run in the Gold Coast of Australia. So we've gone, this is the farthest we've ever gone for an interview virtually. Welcome to the show, Ty. Yeah, big welcome, boys. And uh, yeah, it's a long swim from where you are to where I am. So uh, Too long. here at the Gold Coast, cracking day over here. And um, 
probably a little bit warmer than where you boys are. Yeah, we're we're bundled up in here, and you're. We saw you had your your sunglasses on and your t-shirt, enjoying uh, enjoying the nice summer weather on the southern hemisphere. Yeah. Must be nice. Yeah, it is. It's uh, we're towards the tail end of our summer, but it's a uh, yeah, cracking day today. Thirty degrees, blue skies, and uh, and uh, good good living. Awesome. So so Ty, we we wanted to have you on because. You know, we follow a lot of swim run accounts and hashtags, and we saw your race, your event, and we're like, never heard of this thing. It's been going on for 11 years. Why don't you tell us a little bit about sort of the genesis of of the Burley Swim Run? Yeah, thanks, boys. First of all, I just want to say thanks for the opportunity. I think um, sharing the, the swim run love right across the world, and obviously for you guys reaching out, so big thanks for that. But, um, yeah, no approximately uh, 11 years ago um, – I live on the Gold Coast. I've uh, got a family, wife and three kids, and we're heavily involved with Surf Life Saving, which are surf clubs based over here. Um, it's about surf education, uh, you know, in the open water, obviously. And uh, 11 years ago on the, the Gold Coast in the little city, one of the towns or cities part of um, the Gold Coast there in Surfers Paradise in Queensland, uh, there's a little bit of unrest on Australia Day. So it's a national day we have on the 26th of January every year. And I was down with the family down Burley and there's a few little riots taking place. Um, nothing like LA riots back in the day, but uh, you know, on a minor scale. And I said to my wife, I said, this is not good. You know, we've got three young kids growing up. I said to me, I want to get something healthy back here on Australia Day. So I was in a swimming pool about a week later with a, a good friend of mine, Stewie Calhoun, who's a, a past sort of Australian triathlete um, as a youngster and traveled the world in triathlon worlds. And I sort of chewed the fat with him. And so I got this idea about running a swim run where we swim in the open water for 400 metres and then, um, you know, we do a run of four kilometres along beautiful Burley Beach, you know, and bringing, bringing back a bit of love to, uh, to our area. And he said, mate, that'll work. He said, can you throw a bike leg in there? I said, nah, I just want to start, <laughs> off, <laughs> I just want to start off with a swim and a, and a run. And uh, my dad growing up, I grew up as a young boy around, you know, open water. My dad ran a lot of events, aquathons, I'll call it, back in those days. And, um, and I went, you know what, I'm going to have a crack. So I got a whiteboard out and I've still got that whiteboard to this day and, and got my uh, whiteboard mark around. I just penned down, you know, a bit of an idea of how I was going to do it. And I said, right, to get this thing up and running, I'll work with the surf club I'm involved with, but, you know, I need a sponsor. So I went and chased a sponsor and was a, uh, one of my best friends was his sister, actually, whose company came on board initially. It was called Blue Hat back in the day as a recruitment and it was called the Blue Hat Burley Swim Run. And, and then basically we, we planned it up and uh, I remember we turned up the first event the first year. We actually ran five Sunday races and the last oh, nice. race was on Australia Day. So we knew the big one was going to be Australia Day. We said we better do a few test runs prior. And I'd leave home at 3 a.m. in the morning, a little trailer. and I'm a school teacher, so I used to collect a few resources from school during the week and witches' hats and bits and pieces and air horns and, and bunting. And, uh, <laughs> and I used to throw in the back of the trailer and, and leave home at 3 a.m. in the morning and grab a coffee from 7-Eleven on the way and, and set up. And I had a great support team, a lot of lot of friends I'd grabbed to come and help me as well. And we set up and we got this event running in the first year and we had um, we had about 131 turn up to our first race. Wow, and pretty good. My That's back impressive. My background is in uh, a lot of pool swimming, but more in the life-saving, in surf life-saving, in, uh, in, you know, in swim, swim board paddling in those sort of areas. So I don't know if you've heard of the Nutrigrain in past years. Um, the Ironman, so that's sort of my background. I'm retired now, and I, I sort of called on a few mates to, to be involved, and they all turned up, and, and we ran the race, and first race and first season went by, and everyone was just, you know, excuse the a bit of a slang term, but they were frothing. They're just like, man, this is so good. So it's all about fitness, it's all about families, and it's all about fun. We just work, you know, we keep it simple based on the three the three Fs, the fitness, family, and fun. And then, you know, we started, you know, 11 years ago, and then we cap it now at 800 competitors. So wow. we sold out this year, Amazing. and... 
and it's just such a good buzz. So it's just a great community event. Uh, we get great support from all local businesses. I get a little bit of the, the government involved now to support as well. Um, but everyone just, my main objective the days is for everyone to walk away with a smile on their dial, knowing they've achieved a good um, accomplishment. And Ty, it's it's all ages, right? I, I uh, You sent me some videos. It looks like there was little kids, you know, seven, eight-year-old yeah. kids that are doing this as well, eh? Yeah, so even on the whiteboard, you know, I looked at it and said, you know what, yeah, you got to maximize your clientele. So I went, you know, we're going to go, we're going to go all ages and all abilities, you know, and all genders <laughs> these days. So sure. um, basically we run our challenge. It's quite a short event compared to a lot of other swim run events. You know, there's a lot of, um, you know, breaker events that are happening. There's a great race in New Zealand as well, you know, and they're, they're a lot longer, but ours is all about. The, you know, getting the community involved. So the main challenge we do is a 400 ocean swim. So you're in and out of the surf. Um, you know, two weeks ago, it was a solid three to four foot surf and negotiate as well. So it's, um, you know, it's a 400 meter ocean swim. That's a four kilometer beach run. And then we've got the taste tester. That's a good people, a bit of, you know, dip their toes in the, in the event, so to speak. Um, okay. A 200 meter swim and a 2K beach run. And then we have my favorite events called the young guns It's where we get our four-year-olds to our 10 to 12 year olds and they do a wade where they sort of run 400 meters across the the shoreline of the ocean where they go from ankle depth to knee depth up to chest depth and swim a little bit uh, which is their wade part and then they run up the beach and go into 400 meter beach run so it's a 400 wade with a 400 meter beach run so you know <laughs> in terms great. of events the challenge yeah the challenge is the big one you can do it as an individual or a team um you know, and basically we just cater for individuals, you know, all ages, all abilities, and it's um, just a good time. That's great. And I think uh, the young ones, I, it always serves as a good pacing, a, a good lesson <laughs> in pacing as they all tend to just really oh, blow yeah. it out in the first oh, 50. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny you say that because you, you hit the nail on the head, they do. And the crowd we get, I don't know, if, um, you know, for those who want to have a look, jump on burleyswimrun.com.au, but um, the parents – you know, they're more more competitive than most little four, five, six-year-olds. You know, they run on the shoreline cheering them on and the kids come out of the water and then when they hit the soft sand and they go from soft sand up to a path and they run a path for 500 metres before they come back down and do their 400 beach run. So as they come through the path and through the crowd, you know, the chests are out, the young kids and they're, you know, even those that do the challenge because the first 2K is up and back and then they've got to do it again. So they run through the crowd at halfway and everyone puffs their chest and they're cheering them. <laughs> but as soon as they hit the soft sand, you know, another 100 metres, all of a sudden it's like, we're back in the grind. So it's a great, <laughs> men it's a great, great mental challenge even for the youngsters but the oldies as well. That's that's so awesome that that the community. I mean, eleven years of doing anything is, you know, people don't even have yeah. a car for eleven years, and you've been running the I, same race. So, I mean, kudos yeah. to you. And uh, what do you think is it about about the community there on the Gold Coast that sort of has has yeah. fostered the the kind of the growth that you've had? Yeah, so pretty lucky. Your surf club itself is a community. You know what I mean? And, and top of my head, you know, on the Gold Coast, there's probably twelve to fourteen surf clubs now. Even though we compete in open water events or swim boards, paddle skis, Ironman and all that at competitions, at the end of the day, we're all there for a reason. That's to protect our beaches like your lifeguards over there. So surf life saving itself is a great community. But for me, the event's all about your average Joe and Jen. You know, we get world-class um, triathletes. You know, the winner this year, Brennan Copeland, he'll represent, you know, if, if Tokyo Olympics goes ahead this year, he'll represent Australia at the Olympics. Oh, you know, wow. he won awesome. He won our event. Yeah, yeah. I hope and, he won um, that event. <laughs> Matty Hauser got second. He, you know, they're at the Commonwealth Games, which, which is an event we run, obviously being a part of the Commonwealth. So he's got a chance of making the, the Olympics as well. 
Um, we've got world-class sort of triathletes that do it. But for me, it's your average Joe and Jen. It's, it's mum and dad, you know, doing the event to inspire their, you know, be a great role model for the young kids and, you know, keeping fit, staying healthy and, um, you know, just uh, longevity in life. Yeah, that's so great. It, I'm getting very, uh, I don't know if you have those over there, but we have like in the States, we have like kind of like a turkey trot on Thanksgiving morning. Yeah, Everyone yeah. goes and does a 5K around their neighborhood kind of, and mm-hmm. it kind of has a, the yeah. era of that about, you know, it's it, just it a, does. Yeah, it's a good event. Yeah, to, I, totally, yeah. I totally agree. And, you know, that's the thing. I, I make it, you know, it's and that's what the, the top athletes love about. They say it's the best year, it's the best race of the year. They race, you know, when they're allowed to, you know, pre-COVID, they race all through Europe and America with triathlon. But they say, we love this event. We can put our toes in the line with, you know, guys and girls have never done a race before. There's no pressure for us. And we have a bit of prize money. It's only $500 for them. But, you know, they, they walk home with a bit of cash as well. I'll pay for dinner. Yeah. yeah. It's funny. They actually, because they're triathletes, they'll do the event, then go for a 50, 70-kilometer bike ride after it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Of course so they do. Yeah. They're, uh, they're machines. But, they're, you know, we a bit of attention can be drawn to the elite guys because it's good to have them there as well. But to me, it's, yeah. You know, I'm really inspired by mum and dad getting in there. And, you know, I've had that many people that's come up since two weeks ago saying, Dowks, we're into that next week, uh, next year. You know, we're definitely going to do that. So they set themselves a goal and get into it. And it gives me a good, good, uh, warm, fuzzy feeling. Oh, Love man, it. that's that's awesome. Are you still running five five uh, races a, or has it nah, expanded a we- little bit? Yeah, so we did it for the first three years. And I just found the draw on your volunteers. I've got a phenomenal team behind me, um, you know, from the surf club and that and your volunteers and, and even myself. You know, I had three kids during that time, my wife, my beautiful wife, and, uh, and I just found the commitment and uh, of, of setting up. For, so, so we cut back and said, you know, because we ran the series and that was really great to get up and running. And then we just went we just went one race a year, you know, and uh, and now everyone puts their eggs in the basket for that race. So I've got, we've got a few... Um, ideas and plans um we started a, an open water swimming group a good mate of mine phil clayton he's a past world ironman champion in surf life saving um him clayton myself we run an open water swimming group and in the last 12 months since covid you know we've, we've had good numbers for a number of years we do a free swimming session leading up to the burley swim run mm-hmm. and then um and since covid we started an open water sort of training group just like a swimming squad but we do it in open water and we're getting 70 swimmers every wednesday and friday turn up to come and swim and Wow. And it's um, it's really good. So we keep that going now for pretty much the whole year, um, twice a week, all through sort of summer, and then winter we just do our um, our saltwater Sundays on on uh, through winter. So we cut back to just that one major event now, and I think that um, you know it's our blue ribbon event, and it's a pinnacle of um, of the year for everyone. That's that's awesome, and yeah, focus the volunteers. Don't tap yourself out too too hard there, but. Uh... Sounds good. Yeah, there's been a huge surgence in in open water swimming since all the kind of lap pools and all this stuff is closed, or at least in the in the states here. So uh, it, it definitely makes sense that you would have a have a pretty good surge there. Um, yeah. What are what are you kind of finding that these people who are they when they're drawn to kind of these open water type trainings, these saltwater Sundays or whatever you're you're throwing there, are they kind of getting the bug into open water swimming, or is it just something to do to move yeah. the body? Yeah, most definitely. I call it I call it saltwater addiction. So they um, they, I think it's the fear of the unknown. Initially, um, yeah, we have a lot of marine yeah. creatures over here as well. You know, I had a shark swim underneath me only probably two two and a half years ago. About a six eight foot shark right underneath me, half a foot. You know, that sort of scared the living daylights out of me. But um, it's a fear of the unknown for all these people. And then when all the pools were closed during COVID, um, 
they, you know, the only opportunity they have was to come and swim out in the open water. So we have a closed water session, which is in like a creek, so there's no surf, and then we have an open water in surf. And then they've come along and realised, you know what, it's actually good out here in the open air. You're not, you know, stuck inside a building. You've got the smell of chlorine as well. And all of a sudden, it's just gone, you know, exponentially, it's just gone through the roof with our numbers and the enjoyment factor as well. And and we do we done a swim, you know, on the Gold Coast. Here, a great little place called Kira Reef, and we swam over there. And uh, you know, last winter, and there's turtles, there's stingrays, there's fish. You know, it was an unbelievable. We had dolphins come up right next to the whole swimming group of seventy of us, and wow. uh, the buzz that people get, and they're just like, wow. You know, we've got we got some scary marine creatures out there, but I think on a whole, people just love the open water and um, the saltwater addiction. I totally understand that. Now, now I want to ask you, so for a lot of our listeners, they might not be as familiar with sort of the surf lifeguard culture of Australia. Like it's, it's basically, it's like a national sport. Like here it would be like baseball or something. These, these events are yeah. really incredible. Can, can you, can you talk a little bit about that? So yeah, so it's basically, um, it goes back to uh, the Duke days, the Hawaiian Duke, you know, he come over here and uh, introduced surfing to Australia and from that life-saving sort of originated and the Australians, they're called the Bronze Aussies, you know, obviously Australia and <laughs> Ireland, you know, in the Southern Hemisphere, we're surrounded by water, majority of our, our country, so, you know, from a safety point of view too, there's a lot of, you know, just here on the Gold Coast yesterday, we had, you know, two lives that disappeared, you know, and they managed to find one, uh, two days ago, they found one yesterday, you know, oh, so... Man. The, the dangers of the surf that hit um, in terms of the waves that hit our coastline can be quite treacherous. So Surf Life Saving early 1900s, you know, started a movement called Surf Life Saving Australia to protect our beaches and, and protect our swimmers while they're swimming. So um, that's, you know, foremost, that's what surf clubs are about, protecting, you know, vigilance and service to, uh, to the community on the beach. And then the side of that is your surf sports, which is, is your, your athletes and that's your, you know, your swimmers. Um, we board paddle, they ski paddle and they put them all together of swim board and ski for the blue ribbon event, what's called iron person racing. I know it's different iron to that of triathlon world, mm-hmm. um, but Kellogg's Nutrigrain, that's our biggest, um, you know, elite professional series um, that gets underway next week. Actually, I, I have the privilege of commentating it every year. So with, um, with Fox Sports and a few others in past years, so. Um, it's an opportunity where our elite, and I'm here at a moment at a carnival with the young ones as I'm talking to you guys, and you know, I'm looking at 10-year-olds here that are actually racing at the moment, and, and they look up to that professional series in a number of years ahead. So, um, you know, that's, it's, it's, it's a major sport here in, in Australia with AFL, you know, Australian Football League. Mm-hmm. Um, it's with Rugby League as well um, over here. You know, your, your, your soccer or football is big here as well. We're not as big as the NFL or the, or the baseball as you guys or the ice hockey. But um, they're out. They're our sports. More the open water sports as well. Yeah, nice. We. Uh, I remember growing up on, not a Kellogg like Wheaties. They had the Wheaties oh, yeah. Iron Kids. Yeah, it was yeah, like little kids that were like a. It was basically a triathlon, and they would they would on the cereal box when you're eating your Wheaties. I was only allowed yeah. to eat really healthy cereals, so I could only yeah, yeah. eat Wheaties. And there would be these kids on there that were like eight, and they're like, "Oh, this kid did a triathlon." It was like, "Whoa, he's yeah, an yeah, iron yeah. kid." Can can we all admit <laughs> that Wheaties just taste terrible? Like they don't taste good. <laughs> I'm I similar know. here, and uh, I'll look after our sponsors, Kellogg's. But, uh, but uh, <laughs> 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 we'll edit any Yeah, we'll, we'll just we'll comments. just bleep that out. <laughs> I'll be honest. I'll be honest. The the biggest the biggest um, professional years we had was in the late nineties, and it was a cereal war. There's Kellogg's was a major cereal brand, and Uncle Toby's come out and started their own series in Iron Person Racing, 
And what it did was it created the athletes to split to, to go one way or the other, but it injected a large amount of publicity and large amount of money into the sport. That's good though. Um, and, and unfortunately, the sport hasn't gone back to that, you know, to that those years. They're trying hard to get back and they're doing some great things, you know, year by year. Mm-hmm. But they, they, they were classed as sort of the golden years. And um, if you ever get a chance, for, you know, obviously you've got some great listeners out there as well. Just jump on Kellogg's Nutrigrain. Uh, Ironman series and you'll see it's girls and guys got phenomenal female athletes coming through the ranks as well and you'll see some great open water swimming board paddling and ski so Kellogg's Nutrigrain Iron Series or Ironman Iron Woman Series yeah we'll, we'll definitely link uh. to that uh in the show notes now now you know our, our swim run podcast when when we're thinking about swim run I think it's one of the reasons we want to chat with you is you know most people have a sense of swim run this is multi-leg you know, over rough terrain, different types of courses yeah. all around the world. Yeah. But, you know, but th- but there's nothing set in stone. So so I find it really fascinating just the way you've you've managed to build community using the concept of Swim Run in such a positive way. Do you have any thoughts of um, of seeing like sort of the more traditional sport of Swim Run expanding in Australia? It's funny you say that because um, there's a New Zealand race where a lot of Australians trained up for last year, the Brecker, to go over. Yeah. I'm not sure mm-hmm. if you're familiar with that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know probably 20 or 30 of my mates were heading over, and I went, wow, I'm going to do that next year. Unfortunately, it got cancelled you know, or postponed due to COVID. Yeah, but yeah. Um, during that time, I've had an opportunity to have a chat to a couple of my close mates. And I've got, we're going to do a recce on one I've got planned on the Gold Coast here. So I'm just going to get a grump, uh, group of lads together, a couple of mates and a couple of girls that you know, love the swim and the run aspect. And we're going to do a run-through, which is very, very similar, but we're going to do ours in open water where you're going to negotiate the surf as well. So yeah, it'll be uh, – we've got some some river mouths that run in the, on the Gold Coast and, or creeks um, of Kurumban Creek and Talabudra where we're very tidal over here as well. So we'll, we use the tide where they've got to swim out in the ocean and come in the creek with its incoming tide and then obviously shoes are on the beach and the shoes up over the hills and back in the swim and off a bridge and all sorts of stuff. So I've actually been following, you know, the growth of the sport um, or the traditional growth, as you might put it, but you guys said that's um, around the world. You know, I know some great ones over in Europe as well. So, yeah. um, you know, ours is very simple compared to that. We've got the, the element of the surf, which is a real leveler, you know, in terms of uh, making an X factor in and sure. out of three to four, five, six foot of surf, you know? So, um, but I love the concept of running over terrain and trail running over in Australia has gone through the roof as well in the last couple of years. So mm. um, that's another big sport that's taken off. So we've had, we've had open water swimming, which has been really big in Australia, especially down, down New South Wales, Sydney, Melbourne-ish. Um, we've always had big open water. The Gold Coast is starting to pick up its open water swimming. Trail running has been massive. Now it's a matter of putting them back all together for your traditional swim run. I love it. Yeah, both both components are are exploding. It sounds like in parallel. Uh, now you're yeah. you're sort of trying to have them merge together to create create a big swim run swim run scene. So we'll uh, yeah. we'll throw some gas and on that fire. There's <laughs> there's heaps of popularity too. So like um, I'm a little bit non privy to to a lot that goes over there. So what's the rundown with you guys with a typical race maybe in San Fran that you do over there in terms of your swim run? Yeah, so kind of the big one that that was last year that we actually got in, it was one of the only races to not get canceled, was Atala Catalina, which is on Catalina Island yep. off off the coast in L.A. And that yeah, one had, that is, yeah. yeah, it was, I mean, absolutely beautiful. And yeah, it was, it was like 17, 17 18 miles, miles of running, four wow. or five miles of swimming with... 16 you know, legs nice. or something or yeah a couple like thousand yeah. feet of i mean it took us nice. seven it took us seven hours 
us. Yeah, it, it took us. It took us seven hours. It, it took the winners like four, four and a half or something. Four and change. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had no, a we had a couple beers on the way. You know. Yeah, during, and that's so. what and that's what <laughs> that's what it has about. So you got you got to rehydrate. Rehydrate. <laughs> hey, uh, well, how many people they get there roughly? Out of curiosity. Well, I mean that race. That race sold out. That was I, a first year race too. I think there was. Uh, Maybe 300, 350 They had a couple um, different distances. They have a, a experience race that, that is kind of aimed at more of that beginner with maybe a, a total of 8 to 10 Ks worth of running and, you know, maybe 1 yeah. to 2 Ks of swimming. And then they have a mid-level yeah. race. And then they have their World Series race, which is kind of the – that's the big one. That's the big, that's one, a big to, one, yeah. That's the big one to do. Yeah, those yeah, are the ones awesome. that are bad ideas. <laughs> but great. But no, great it's fun. great. I'll tell you what I'd love. I'd love for you boys. I don't know if you get a sponsor over there. Come over one summer and spend a – Spend two weeks here, do some of our lead-up swim training for it, and jump into the Burley Swim Run. Yeah, there's a free yeah. entry for anyone from America that wants to come out. So, oh, I mean, you know, yes, okay. We 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 will we will accept that offer. Whether we can actually make it there depends if we can leave the country. But yeah, at some point, yeah, that's right. At some point, we're yeah, we're yeah. gonna end up doing like a world tour because you know we've been chatting up Swim Run. <laughs> this is the second year exactly. of the podcast, and it's just you know our yeah. bucket list of events is is very long Growing. at this point. Oh, uh, I got yeah, that's right. I got I got the bug too. You know, I'm 46 years of age, but I love doing those sorts of things and challenges. So, what, what would you see yourself, you boys? You know, I'm out here stuck in the southern hemisphere, a little island called Australia. But what do you see as the best swim run worldwide? One that you your bucket list you must do. Well, wow. I mean, obviously the the Atala World Championship is is the flagship race, and that one is. Yeah. Um, 75k 75 65k of running 17 wow. uh, 10k of, of swimming with 24 26 transitions something like that wow. that's and, and that uh, was that yeah, was the yeah. original archipelago that was the original one but yeah i mean there's races there's really races all over the world at this point there's some cool races happening in south africa um yeah. all over State, yeah all over the u.s there's a really cool race in brazil um awesome. so so they're they're popping up and it's it's interesting how it's happening because it's happening very organically and you know as we're sort of studying the sport and sort of you yeah. know we we've sort of become you know people have called us this but sort of evangelists for uh for swim run um yeah, yeah. you know it's really great to see like in the u.s there's maybe like four or five pockets of of yeah. swim runners of communities that are that are popping up and that's just expanding um same thing yeah. in europe obviously the sport was born in sweden so that's that's like the mecca for all swim runners yeah. to, to get there. I've seen there at a some couple point. of big events over there from Island Hop to Island Hop. And I yeah. said to a couple of mates, I'd love to go and do that. Oh, oh, no, yeah. No, yeah, no, kudos to you boys for uh, yeah, getting a podcast up and running as well, you know, oh, to share the love of it because oh, it's, it's a phenomenal sport, you know what I mean? Even though it's our, our, our one over here is a little super sprint series um, compared to everything else around the world, it's hey. just a uh, great job too. Yeah, we're we're less concerned with the totality or the defeats that that occur during the day, but kind of more of just enjoying yourself, having fun and, and right. being out in nature and and most most yeah. importantly like the community it. aspect of it, yeah. Yeah, totally agree. I think um like you said the nail on the head being the environment, you know, obviously with those big events and the terrain they're going across, it's uh 
you know, I say to my guys, yeah, you're one percenters when we do our swims leading up and we're out in the middle of the ocean. We look back and said, you're part of a one percent, less than one percent in the community, you know, that can do this, yeah. you know, and uh, it gives you a different bird's eye view from, well, more of us, it's probably a, a fish's view from the water back to the land, you know what I mean? <laughs> and just, they just soak it into what it's about and, and they get, you know, such a big buzz out of it. And the same, I think it's the enjoyment factor. We work off the enjoyment factor of 10 out of 10, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I like it. Um, which is awesome. Great. Ty, it's been real great having you on, and thank you for taking time. We know you're busy. You're currently coaching uh, an event right now and supervising, so thanks for taking <laughs> a few minutes to out of your day to chat with us uh, during the tail end of your summer while we're freezing our asses off here in California. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really appreciate it, boys. And I just want to say a big thanks for, um, for reaching out as well from uh, from over there in the States to, uh, to over in Australia. And like I no said, worries. the invitation's always there, boys. You want to come out? I can get you accommodation and I can get you a, a start in the race as well. And I'm, I'm sure you'll enjoy it. I, I do. Uh, I do need a proper Aussie flat white though. Yeah. yeah, I can yeah work on that that's player. what I do need. I think, I think that can happen. <laughs> yeah. We, we, can, we can make that work. All right, Ty. Love. Thanks again, man. Thanks boys. Appreciate it. All Have a good one. Cheers. See ya. Bye. Thank you for listening to the low tide boys, a swim run podcast. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and leave a review on iTunes. If you're so inclined. You can also sign up for a newsletter at lowtideboys.com. That's boys with a Z. And check out our meme page at the Low Tide Boys on Instagram. If you have any questions or suggestions for the show, drop us an email at lowtideboys at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Writing Easy Records for our show music and, of course, our wives for their support and tolerance of our swim run activities, hobbies, and other bullshit we do. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> you can support our efforts on Patreon. Until next time, get out there and go for a swim. And then a run. And then another swim. Then another run. And then another swim. And then run to the finish line. And just keep going until you're done. Yes. Or until run you to, cross or, the finish line. Or run to the car. Or run to your car. Somewhere. Just keep running. Please.